Welcome to Deliverance in Jesus Christ. Today's message is entitled, The Importance of Prayer. But before we start today's message, let's say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we ask that you step into the atmosphere, that you step into the room, O God, that you step into our minds, that you step into our bodies, Father God, that you have your way, that you teach us the importance of prayer, that you teach us how to make requests unto you, that you teach us, O Lord, how to ask you for things, O Lord, and how to believe that we have received what we ask for. We thank you in advance for what you have already done, and we thank you for what you're about to do. Have your way in our life, O Lord. Have your way in our family's life, Father God. And as you said in 2 Chronicles 6.21, hear the supplications of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. Hear from heaven, your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. The Importance of Prayer Prayer is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. So when we pray, we're requesting for God to step into our life and intervene. We're asking God to step into our situations. We're asking God to be the solution to our problems. And it says prayer is an act of worship. So when you pray, You're expressing a feeling of reverence unto God. You're respecting God. You're adoring God. You're saying, God, I know that you are seated on the throne, and I know that you have all power and all dominion. Oh, Lord, where I fall short, you never fell short, oh, Lord. And where I am weak, you are strong. You see, we have to have reverence unto God. 1 John 5, 14 through 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. Confidence, assurance in oneself, assurance in God. We have to approach God with confidence. And when we ask him something, we have to know that he hears us. We have to believe that he hears us. And whatever we ask, it will be done. God's will for your life is for you to succeed. God wants you to live an abundant life. Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Know that God hears you. Know that God loves you when you pray unto him. When you request things according to his will, according to his will for you to succeed, according for his will for you to have an abundant life, then he will hear you. He will listen to you. He is your father. Just as a child asks his father here on earth, when you ask your father here on he- in heaven, he hears you. He loves you. He wants the best for your life. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. We have to trust in God. We have to know that he is the Alpha and the Omega. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows what you need now. He knows what you needed yesterday. He knows what you need tomorrow. But we have to trust in him, and we can't lean into our own understanding. You see, when we lean onto our own understanding, sometimes logic tries to come into play. But God is beyond logic. Sometimes the possible tries to come into play. But God is beyond possible. God is beyond impossible. 
No one can fathom the wisdom of God. No one knows his knowledge and his understanding, but he knows you. He created you. He put the ingredients inside of you, and he knows every single ingredient, and he knows what you need, and he knows how to intervene in your life. When we pray, we must pray humbly. To be humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. Now, I'm not saying you're not important because you are important. God said he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So you are a king. But we need to know that the King of kings, the ultimate king, the almighty king, God, is above us. And God loves us. And God wants us to approach him with boldness. When we approach him with boldness, we know that we are his children. We know that we can make our request unto him because we are his child. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray continually. That means pray on your job. Pray when you're at home by yourself. Pray when you're in the grocery store picking up groceries. Pray when you're shopping. Pray when you're with your family at the dinner table. Pray continually. God will listen to you. God will hear you. Sometimes you can sit in a room full of people and pray. This doesn't mean you have to get down on your knees. Sometimes you can just sit there. You can stay at peace within yourself. And you can just talk to God right there where you are. And that's the power of God. God can speak to you anywhere you are, in any time, any place, any situation. God is right there with you. God is listening. Ephesians 6.18 And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. God says pray on all occasions. Pray during a birthday. Pray during a death of a loved one. Pray during a game. Pray during every situation. Pray during all occasions with all kind of requests. Nothing is too hard for God. God can intervene in your life. God can fix that problem. Nothing is too hard for him. And pray for the Lord's people. Pray for your family members. Pray for your friends. Pray for that person that you just passed by yesterday in the street. And you know that person needed God. Pray for that person. But when we pray, we have to believe. Mark 11:24 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. To believe something is to accept it as true. Feel sure of true of. Believe that it is yours. Whatever you ask for in prayer. God is the creator of the universe. His wisdom no one can fathom. He is powerful and he is God all by himself. There's a story in Jonah where Jonah cried out to God and Jonah's prayers were answered. Jonah 2, 1 through 10. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, In my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help and you listened to my cry. You hurled into me the depths into the very hearts of the seas and the currents swirled about me all your waves and breakers swept over me i said i have been banished from your sight 
yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me, the deep surrounded me, seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down, the earth beneath barred me in forever. But you, Lord my God, brought my life up from the pit. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayers rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah unto dry land. Jonah was saying, in my distress, I called on the Lord. Jonah was in the belly of the whale, and Jonah was going through stress. Just like any stress that you may be facing, Jonah was going through that. Jonah said, I call for help, and you listen to my cry. Jonah called unto God. He asked God in his current state, God, help. God, I know you have all the answers, and I know you have all dominion, and I know you, you know what I'm going through. Help. You hurled me into the depths of the very heart of the seas, and the current swirled about me. God allowed Jonah to go through different situations in order to make him stronger. God allowed Jonah to be hurled into the depths of the sea because God knew the end would be better than the beginning. Jonah said, I said I have been banished from your sight. And I know sometimes we feel that God is not there and God is not watching us. Maybe we feel God is not listening. But I'm here to tell you that God knows exactly where you are. And God is listening to the situation. And the engulfing waters threaten me. Sometimes we feel threatened. Sometimes we feel we might lose that job. Or sometimes we feel we might be going through something that is threatening our life. Or something that is too hard for us to bear. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. And Jonah keeps going through this. He keeps going through this depression. He keeps going through this anxiety and this stress. But he said, you Lord God brought my life up from the pit. Whatever you're going through, God can bring you out of it. God has the answers to the problem that you're facing. And he said, I remember you, Lord, and my prayers rose to you, to your holy temple. Sometimes we have to look unto God. We have to remember who God is and who God says he is, who God says we are. We are children of the Most High God, and he is seated on the throne, and he has all power. He knows exactly what we're facing. Those who cling to the worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. We can't look to other things in order for us to make it. We can't look to the money we have in our bank account. We can't look to the car we drive. We can't look to the people that are surrounding us. We can't look to idols. We have to look to God. But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. Let's praise God, even in the midst of adversity, even in the midst of the pain. Let's praise God. But I have vowed I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. Salvation comes from God. Deliverance comes from God. Breakthrough comes from God. And God is right there with you. And God knows the beginning from the end. God knows what you're facing. God knows how to get you out. And the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah. God stepped in. God intervened. God knew what he was going through. And God told the situation to let Jonah go. And God is telling the situation that you're facing right now to let you go. So let's thank God in advance for what he's already done and for what he is about to do in our life. Let's thank God, O oh, oh Lord, for stepping into our lives and stepping into the atmosphere 
for teaching us how to pray, for teaching us how to be more like him and less like us. For if we're more like God and less like us, we can succeed. We can live an abundant life. So if you're listening to this message and you want to know who Jesus is and, and you've never heard about this Jesus before, or maybe you've heard about Jesus, but you you just don't know how to get to him or how to obtain his love for your life, I want you to repeat this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I believe you are the Son of God. You died for my sins on the cross and resurrected. I repent of all my sins. I ask you for forgiveness and I forgive those who have sinned against me. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life and have your way. Friends, we believe if you pray this prayer, God is about to take control of your life. God is about to change your life like never before. You're about to have an abundant life, a life of peace and a life of joy. Get into a good Bible-based church. Stay in the Word of God. And God will have His way in your life. So we thank you in advance, Jesus, for what you've already done and for what you're about to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.